everyone. Welcome to the second episode of volume two of the podcast, Something Unsaid. My name is Akanksha and I'm joined here today by Pehel and we're from Project Kara. So today we'll be shedding light on a debate that is very much prevalent in today's day and age, especially during the pandemic, which is body positivity versus body neutrality. So due to this quarantine, I have been spending a massive amount of my time on social media. And I think that's been the case for most teenagers across the globe. The interesting fact, however, is that there isn't much we can do about this because these online platforms have become the only way to communicate with our friends, family, and it's the only source of entertainment right now. Yeah, and since we've been spending so much time on social media, we've obviously been exposed to so many trends. And I feel like amongst all the recent trends on social media, one of them has gained popular support, which is the glow up phenomenon. So people have been sharing tips, routines, diets, tricks, which can help a person glow up or basically transform their body or appearance. And I think that somehow along the way, this phenomenon has turned from encouraging teenagers to live a healthy lifestyle and practice self-love to promoting just one particular body type and providing a solid definition of beauty which cannot be altered. And I think this brings up a very important question. Does this desire to lose weight and glow up come from a need to be healthy or just to impress the world and sort of coincide with the world's idea of a picture-perfect body image. Right. And I feel like this can also be quite dangerous as it not only feeds into our insecurities, but also makes us doubt ourselves. So for example, even a person who is quite comfortable in their own skin might begin to feel insecure about themselves after seeing these millions of posts of... Sorry, wait, let me just say that again. Um, So... Um, For example, even a person who is quite comfortable in their own skin might begin to feel insecure about themselves after seeing millions of these before and after posts on social media. I agree. And moreover, we're pressurized into thinking that it's absolutely necessary to maintain our current body image and any change whatsoever is just profusely frowned upon. Right. And the glow up challenge also imposes the idea that the body that anyone has right now is not good enough. And it can actually pressurize us into wanting to change our bodies, which can have a very negative impact on our mental health and body image. I agree. And I mean, it's kind of ironic how social media's effort to be body positive has created an atmosphere of body negativity. And this could make teenagers very critical about their body image, which could lead to body dissatisfaction. And although body dissatisfaction isn't a mental health problem in itself, it can definitely be a major risk factor for many other mental health problems. So research has actually found that higher body dissatisfaction is associated with a poorer quality of life, psychological distress, and the risk of unhealthy eating behaviors and eating disorders. Right. I mean, the pressure is just massive. We live in an image-driven society where nothing matters more than looking like a size 2 model and conforming by society's idea of a perfect body, image, or shape. 
it sometimes just feels like we're living in this Barbie world where all of our all of us are expected to look like we're being manufactured from the same factory and shipped in the exact same manner. But yeah. the thing is, we're all humans, not some plastic dolls. So why is it so important for us to follow society's norms just so that we can be accepted into society? Right. And the more interesting fact is that the idea of what a perfect body image actually is keeps changing from decade to decade. So what's the point of changing your entire body just to please someone else? Why not let yourself decide how you would want to look for the rest of your life and let your mind, heart, body and soul decide on what you want instead of some glow up challenge on social media or page six of some magazine? Right. So challenging the ways in which society presents and views the physical body is what the body positivity movement is rooted in. It has created this sort of safe space for a community of like-minded individuals who wish to go against the social norms of an ideal standard of beauty. Yeah, but obviously every movement has its own drawbacks. So although the body positivity movement obviously grew in popularity, uh, many women of color, women with disabilities, and of course, trans women were pushed from the spotlight by a more conventional beauty ideal or standard. So what these individuals did was that they found a new path, one with a very pretty similar name, which was body neutrality. So too often we fall into this black or white trap of either loving our bodies or just hating them. So I think this concept of body neutrality provides a middle ground, a sort of gray area, and it really provides us with an opportunity for true acceptance. Right. But many of you must be wondering what really is the difference between body positivity and body neutrality? Well, body positivity focuses on understanding that our bodies are beautiful with all of our flaws. But body neutrality, on the other hand, focuses on understanding that our appearance is just an outer shell and not the complete interesting part of ourselves. So while the body positivity movement states that we kind of need to change the definition of beauty in our society, Body neutrality, on the other hand, wants us to completely change the value of beauty in our society altogether. Right. So taking this whole movement of body neutrality into action, in 2018, Jamila Jamel made an Instagram account called iWay, dedicated, among many other things, to women posting selfies and writing things they value about themselves that aren't about their bodies or physical appearance. Although Jamila Jamel did not individually come up with this concept of body neutrality, she was definitely a very important pioneer. Right, so all of this sounds really empowering and interesting in theory, but how can teenagers and adults and anyone just be more body neutral in real life? So first, I think by simply understanding that our appearance is only a part of ourselves and it's not the sole factor that defines who we are. 
So the lockdown was a pandemic, okay? It was a chance for us to pause and relax and just really take in life and do whatever we wanted to do, whenever we wanted to do it, and however we wanted to do it. But instead, it just turned into some productivity challenge, which it isn't. It's about how you feel and about what you want to do. I totally agree. So whether that's exercising three times a day or binge watching a show, as long as you're happy and feeling healthy, nothing else matters. This productivity challenge isn't a race. It's a process which can take however long you want and that's up to you. It's about how you feel at the end of the day and not about what society thinks of you or perceives you to be. Right. So I feel like the message that I really want to give out towards the end is that with this new year, let's just take some time out for ourselves. Let's not let others' opinions drive us. And let's all try to adapt to the emerging concept of body neutrality. I totally second that message, Akansha. So thank you so much for listening and please don't forget to like and share this episode. Check us out on Instagram at project.kara and we hope to see you following volume 2 of our podcast.